The information provided in this show is intended for your general knowledge only and is not intended to be, nor is it, medical advice or a substitute for medical advice. If you have or suspect you have a specific medical condition or disease, please consult your health care provider. You are now listening to The Health Hero Show with Tim James. <laughs> What's up, Health Heroes? Tim James here, founder of ChemicalFreeBody.com and your host for the show that simplifies and demystifies how to live an energetic life with a flat belly. So if you're into a healthy gut and staying young, then this is the show for you. What's up, Health Heroes? Tim James here with another exciting episode of the Health Hero Show. I actually have two guests today. I think I've only done this like maybe one or two other times. Um, We're going to pack in about 10 episodes into one, and then maybe we'll unpack it later and have these guys back on. But today I've got uh, Doug Fletcher from ExitAndBuildAZ.com. That's Doug Fletcher from ExitAndBuildAZ.com. And I got his buddy, Brian Jones, from SweetCornOrganicNursery.com. That's Brian Jones at SweetCornOrganicNursery.com. I'll put all their stuff in the description in the show notes for you guys so you guys can check them out later. But I just wanted to give their websites and stuff because these guys are doing some great work out there. It's very important that you guys find them. I'm very happy that I found them and was able to connect with them. Um, we're going to be talking about um, their backstories, which is quite phenomenal. And then we're going to get into um, some agricultural stuff. Specifically, we're going to be talking about soil today um, and mycelium and bacterium and kind of wherever else this conversation goes. Guys, thank you so much for being here today. Yeah, you're welcome. Yeah, it's awesome to have you here. And I also want to thank the listeners for being here and tuning in. This Again, this will be a very important episode. I I love you guys. Thank you so much for tuning in and, and, and sharing the podcast with so many people and allowing us to continue to grow and become one of the fastest alternative health podcasts in the world. I really appreciate that because I know we're getting out some good stuff to the working class people around the world that have been basically crapped on for a long time. It's been about seven since the 70s, since we ourselves have kind of crapped down our own leg by getting lazy. We've been getting lazy, and it's time to get back to work and start taking charge of all aspects of our life, including our health, um, mm. if we want to have freedom in this country, because you can't fight for freedom if you got poor health, and these guys are both healthy. Um, so let's just start with you, Doug. Um, you know, Can you just tell us a little bit about your backstory, and then I don't know how you guys want to do this. You guys just tell me, like, just spend a few minutes each telling your backstory, and then I know how you guys kind of came together. Oh, man. Uh, well... <laughs> I'm not exactly sure which direction. Um, let's go with this. I mean, you know, I grew up uh, uh, with a very standard American diet. You know, I grew up with some uh, very traumatized uh, World War II grandparents. You know, martini cocktail hour was at four o'clock all the time. That, you know, kind of leaked into the, the Bay Area, um, you know, uh, I would say the whole music, the end of the 60s, 70s and into the 80s culture and you know I was I was a pretty big part of, of seeing a lot of the hard partying and stuff you know and uh I was always an athlete and uh you know kind of made my name sort of with athletics um you know and at a certain point for me I uh you know they were given they'll give you a bunch of pills I got to play football at a kind of a higher level and see the world and I sort of saw that maybe this country is not exactly what they're telling us it is and that our food's not what we think it is and that our portion control is way out. Of, it was just a eye-opening experience traveling the world with uh, the USA Eagles and the USA Patriots and just seeing some things. 
So I came back, I, I retired at the top of my career as far as, you know, I did some things in semi-pro here and, you know, developed quite a pill habit. And uh, when I cleared my head of that, you know, if we get into the pharmacia and the sorcery and witchcraft stuff, um, you know. Are you talking uh, about pain medication? Pharm pharmaceutical yeah, pain they had meds? me on. I mean, I, I was playing at a, at a pretty high level and I took my hits and I gave my hits. So yeah, I was on Norco for, you know, eight to 10 years. And, you know, I would, you know, the drinking thing that was a part of my life back then. I mean, I haven't had a drink or a pill in well over seven years, but, you know, this was the start to my, we could call it a spiritual awakening, you know, and ultimately how I was led to find Brian, you know, and the source creator spirit, God consciousness through a recurring dream that I had to come out and see the land, you know, where this huge aquifer, you know, where ultimately William Cooper, author of Behold the Pale Horse, ended his life. So, you know, I get a recurring dream after I sobered up six months. It says, come back out here to go check out. We were building, you know, food uh, greenhouses in 2012, you know, for an upcoming food famine that these guys, 30 plus years in the military guys, special teams guys were telling me about. And the reason they allowed me even with them, because they called them, considered themselves nihilists, because I was that nerd that did thousands of hours of due diligence to change conspiracy theory into critical thinking. And so they allowed me to come check out, you know, these food grows that they were doing in 2012. And, you know, between 20, we fell out, you know, I retired from football. I didn't know what I was doing. I was kind of floundering. This is when I sobered up. And about six months into it, I get a dream that says, you know, come back out, basically come back out to this area. And I did, and I ran straight into the aquifer, the Coconino, which actually means the eye of God. And an hour and a half later, this guy rolls up with a flatbed truck full of dirt. I recognize, you know, the, I see the, <laughs> I see the peat moss, I see the perlite and I say, Hey man, you know, I see that. I recognize that stuff. And he says, it's a little bit more than that. And he starts to explain to me with the same exact pipe that I had given to me by a, a light colonel and the same exact little chihuahua dog that we both had. It was the weirdest effing thing, you know. And he starts telling me about this soil that he has and come to find out it's arguably the best in the world, but definitely the best in 180 countries. And this, this lab in, in Tempe, IAS, only tests for 180 countries. Um, and it's an impartial lab and Brian's stuff is at the top. That's you know, cool. He That's showed cool. me some pictures and, uh, you know, it looked like Garden of Eden stuff, you know, and it was just unbelievable to me. And I had been looking to, I didn't have the term exit and build at that point, but I was looking, you know, with prior knowledge of Agenda 21 and 2030 for a place to bring people to grow food um, and kind of get away from the mainstream narrative and some of these, you know, backwards and bizarre things that are going on these days, you know. Yeah, that's awesome. So what we're talking about here, and again, this is a third party independent lab. It's testing the soil from 180 countries and the soil that Brian's put together, which I'll have, we'll have him explain further on in the episode. So stick around till the end when we get to the solutions part, we're going to get into why the soil works so well, but, and what's the difference? Cause this is, this is for all applications. We're talking agricultural, we're talking gardening in your home. We're talking about your lawn. Um, actually, hopefully you'll convert your lawn into a sustainable food forest, which is what a lot of us are doing. <laughs> Um, we're talking about even sprouting. I mean, even though sprouting and germination is, you know, eight to nine days in a lot of cases, it's very short. I mean, if you have better quality soil, why not? Cause then you can just compost it again and, and reuse it again and put it back out in the garden and stuff like that. So, um, really important stuff because the, 
the soil's health is going to really reflect our health, right? Because it's so it's so connected. All right, so Brian, um, let's uh, let's go over to you, man. How did you get to doing what you're doing today? Where are you from? Well, I was born in Mesa, Arizona. Uh, I went through uh, most of my all of my teenage years, and uh, uh, I was a bad alcoholic until the age of uh, 36. Finally, got sober going to meetings and stuff and moved up here in, where I'm at now in Sholo about, uh, oh, well, I'm 65. I got here when I was 36, so do the math. And, uh, but anyway, uh, about 18 years ago, I started having these dreams uh, and the Lord basically told me to start to uh uh create this uh soil god uh talked yeah. to me in dreams and uh so it, it, the next seven years i was making what i term now is the yeast pile and from this yeast pile now all the soil is created and it's an entirely different process making the yeast than it is making the soil it involves hay crops and um, and lots of worms. Uh, the end of our process that takes so long, we run worms in it for 18 months. And I'm talking billions of worms. And what I understand today now is whatever the worm consumes microbially or fungally, it will make a, it will increase that 100 to 100,000 times in the gut of a worm. So you take something good, you run it through the worm and it comes out just incredible. What makes ours different than any other soil that I see on the market today, and even in most people's compost piles, is that we make it with 100% carbon. And what, what happens is, is the mycelium strains that are developed from carbon are different than what you would find uh, making it from like animal waste or grass clippings or other green material. Uh, and what we uh, have discovered is, is that human DNA reacts to this mycelium in a way that is pretty remarkable. I've helped uh, several people um, with their health, with their, with their health. I guess I won't go into the C word, but um, this will, uh, what happens is, is that uh, the mycelium will register your DNA and well, can you, out can you just take a moment and just break it down for somebody? Like, what's the fifth grade level exp explanation of mycelium? Um, it's it's a, fun a fungus, fungus, correct? It's, it, it's um, a lot of, it, it is in the mushroom family, but it's uh, different in the sense that it, uh, the, the fruit of the mycelium itself is the mushroom. Um, so the mycelium is a network that, uh, that will produce a, a mushroom in the end. The way it was explained to me from God was that this is his gift to us humans. You know, it says in the Bible, the birds want nothing. All their needs are taken care of, their food, their shelter, everything. And then right after it says, God loves us even more. Well, this is God's love to us. 
This is our medicine. When we grow food and we're a part of that process with our DNA, when I was a little kid, let me back up a little bit, because this is kind of interesting, what got me on to these dreams. Uh, I met a lady from the Ukraine about 18 years ago. She spoke a little bit of English, and I understood a little bit of Russian back in, back in the day. And between talking to her, it triggered all these memories I had when I was a little kid. When I was five or six years old, I was in the garden with my grandmother and she was having me put the seeds in my mouth and then we would plant the seeds. And I'd say to grandma, why are we doing this? Can't we just put the seeds in the soil? She said, Brian, I don't know why, but this is the way my mother did it. This is the way we're gonna do it. But when I was your age, I asked my mother the same question. And she said, I don't know. This is the way my mother did it. This is the way we're going to do it. So knowing this now, uh, and then getting the um, downloads later after it was all done, uh, my mission now is to let people know about this gift from God. And, um, uh, And I talk around the country and I do these different events and stuff and explain to people how this all works uh, with the mycelium. Um, The best way, now you can use the seeds in your mouth or you can simply walk barefoot in your garden. Your DNA will come off your skin cells or you can use hair, uh, chop it up. So, uh, but the best way is to use your urine because there's human stem cells in the urine And the way it was explained to me is that these stem cells are like looking at your DNA on a big screen TV versus Mm -hmm. looking at your DNA under a microscope. It's the same whether you're looking at it one way or the other, but it makes it easier for the mycelium to change the DNA of the plant to make your body the perfect medicine. It will actually change that plant based on what you told the mycelium that you need so um oh interesting so all the creatures in that natural area that are pooping and peeing in in that area are actually sending the information to the plants on what to make inside of the plants for them to benefit exactly that's it in a nutshell interesting Um, that is freaking awesome isn't it awesome i mean it's, it's the best new i didn't understand you know like uh, I, I, I put borax in, in the soil and I, I was wondering for years why God had me put this borax in the soil, you know, and I meet this guy named Lamar Bush. He's a doctor. And he was telling me it, it, um, it, well, it, the, it, the it boron, the boron decalcifies the pineal gland, but it, it's boron that actually is what you're looking for. Right. And then the compost itself is made out of pine needles and oak leaves, which is also has something to do with the pineal uh, gland. So not only is it gonna make your body healthier, it's also gonna open up your ability to communicate with God. And uh, so your body's gonna be health, healthier, God's gonna give you uh, your uh, mission and, and you're gonna be, be able to carry it out because your body is healthy. You know, you can do God's, be able to do God's will better. 
Awesome. Awesome. So it, now, it heals you in all ways, you know, spiritually and physically. There won't be any glyphosate in atrazine or any genetically modified organisms in sweet corn, organic and fricaseed soil. That's for sure. Yeah. I want to add something to the mycelium. The mycelium underground, it creates a neural pathway and a neural network. So if you were to add, if you don't use any chemical on your, if you're the typical gardener and you're organic, what Brian can really add is that mycelium network. And what it does when it's sprinkled on there, it creates an underground subterranean network. And if a plant is nutrient deficient, it brings those nutrients to that plant specifically. You add your own DNA and you're creating your own medicine for your own body. Right. We got to be careful on what we've reversed, but we've reversed a lot of, say, people go in there with a certain diagnosis, a certain stage of something. You know, the big C word is a, is a, is a rough one. And then they, you know, cancer can't grow in an alkaline environment. Brian can create nutrient dense soil, food from nutrient dense soil, you know? All right. So, because one thing I do know is like mycelium, uh, mycelium, they feed off of the sugars, let's say, of a root of a tree, as an example. But then they also bring the nutrients to that tree to keep it, keep that tree strong. They're communicating with the tree and like, what do you need? What do you need? Here you go. Here you go. And right. they're giving it to them. So it's like ants, yeah, ants yeah. and aphids. It's symbiotic, right? Right. And what you're exactly. saying is like, this is perfect because I've been saying this for a long time. It's like, we are nature. We are no different than a tree or an ant, except like regarding to a tree is like, right. we walk, we walk around where a tree's stuck in the ground. But the bottom line is, is like, um, our waste material, our urine, as an example, is actually giving the the, the code to the plants and telling the plant what to make yeah, to give absolutely. us what we, what got we need. One hundred percent, freaking yep. genius! This is the intelligence that's built into nature that I, I keep telling people. Like, you know, look, you there's no laboratory that can make an apple from scratch. It's not they can't do it. So why are we messing around with nature so much? And if we want to get back to our health and back to evolution actually because i believe we're completely off the evolutionary path when you have children being born with cancer you have children you know being born overweight obese morbidly obese type 2 diabetes or whatever they're calling it now for kids it's insane we are insane we're in this chemical nightmare so well here's the, the news, other thing go ahead uh the mycelium has the ability to pull nitrogen from the air so you don't have to uh, feed your uh, plants uh, chemical nitrogens. This comes from God, and, yeah. um, and it does have a symbiotic relationship. It also will move moisture around the field, too. So I can do a 40-acre plot and turn it and maybe have, uh, you know, seven, 8,000 trees on it and turn it into one organism through the web. Yeah, yeah. I think so the largest organism in the world area in your fields, it will actually move the moisture levels to those trees that need it. You, if you look at it, kind of like a sponge, yeah. um, and 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 the ability to move nutrients and moisture levels around, it's pretty remarkable. Really, I was re I was reading a, a gentleman's article, and he says to keep his mycelium healthy in his garden, he covers his new soil, the mycelium with cardboard, and then he covers mm -hmm. it with healthy layers of organic matter. And then he lets that organic matter compost and then the mycelium will start to inhabit the organic matter then spread to the cardboard. And this layering will build a, like a mycelium mat that keeps moisture in, but all the worst of the droughts, even, even if it does go dry, the mycelium goes into stasis and then comes back to life when the conditions are right. Exactly. 
it does. Freaking awesome, awesome stuff. Yeah. Well, let's do this. We'll take a quick break, and then then I want to get to finish up the rest of your guys' story and like how you guys met. We'll be right back. Turmeric has been used for thousands of years all across India and Southeast Asia and is one of the best anti-inflammatory compounds on earth. Now you can get these incredible benefits with the new chemical-free body Turmeric 100 liquid drops. This ethically sourced breakthrough solution helps against inflammation and pain. Turmeric 100 is made with the same chemical-free body promise. No stimulants, 100% organic, and always made in the USA. Get yours today at chemicalfreebody.com. What's up, Health Heroes? Tim James here. I am back with my guests, plural, Doug Fletcher and Brian Jones. All right, guys, so we kind of got your individual story. So how did you guys um, – I know you. he was run down the road in a flatbed truck, but so that's kind of how you met. But what, what kind of transpired after you met, and how did you end up working together? <laughs> you want to take this? Yeah. <clears throat> well, you know, I <laughs> – it was pretty new language talking about, you know, the God consciousness and everything. And I'm a guy that, you know, I don't know if you, any of you guys read the Celestine prophecy when you're a kid. So it would just, things don't happen by accident. And although, you know, I wasn't a hundred percent sure about this soil, I wanted to find out. And I did, I ran down to Daniel at IAS and that's when I found out it was, you know, the number one on the fastest growing plants, uh, triple, I, triple the yield. He was tripling yields. I mean, all the stuff. And then I looked in his raised beds, which Brian had told me outside the guy has at the lab, you know, and how many, to over 10,000 different soils this guy, he tests for. Well, they paid Brian for his soil. So they're using his soil as an experiment in his raised beds. And people will literally pay him or give him free soil at IAS to use their stuff so they could report it. So they were using Brian's and that was a, a major clue. Knowing that, um, you know, I'm from Northern California. So, you know, this is back eight years ago. So my first thought to make it rich and kind of create, you know, this community that I want to create kind of a self-sufficient, self-sustainable community was to go to my cannabis buddies and tell them, hey, you guys can make some amazing CBD or you guys can grow flour, whatever you want to do, it's the soil. And so I went up to Northern California with Brian, went to Daniel at IAS, came back to Brian, found out that the results were in and they, it was the best. And me and him started traveling together. You know, we went up to Mendocino uh, coast and we tried to make it big there. And it, it, they were very interested, but California is a really tough place. They want CDFA approval and CCOF approval, and they want it to be certified organic. So they've kind of monopolized their own stuff. It's very difficult we can do it, it can be done, but we have to kind of go around some things. And, you know, uh, and then the COVID thing happened. And when that happened, I started going to the advanced medical conferences because I needed to know, you know, what, what the truth was. And that is when, you know, uh, my significant other at the time and I just kept bumping head first into Robert Scott Bell, who's the MC there. And, you know, ultimately Dr. Rashid Buttar, and now after some years put in, they're both using our stuff in their gardens and to have their stamp of approval, man, if you know who they are, which I know you do, that speaks volumes, you know? Awesome. Awesome. So you guys kind of came together with soil and you got, you got behind uh, Robert's cause and just getting it out there. And, and that's really cool. 
Awesome. It was a way to kind of tell people, I mean, we see kind of where the future's going. I mean, we understand that they've destroyed a hundred major food factories. We understand what glyphosate and atrazine does. I mean, Brian stood up to Monsanto and shook his fist at him years ago. So he's definitely been on the radar. This guy's done, did the starts for the Obama administration. So he's not just some, you know, fly by night. He's the truth, you know? And so he's been on the radar, but how we can help people in this, we are all one, we are all mycelium is to get them to grow their own food. Yeah. You know, and when Brian's tripling crops and actually creating nutrient dense food, boosting, you know, cognitive function, maximizing human potential, you know, we thought, you know, talking to the health hero about this would be a, a good move for the collective. Awesome. Like, like yourself, you know, that's him. He's the health hero. Yep. <laughs> yeah. I'm totally into this stuff. This is so cool. Um, yeah, because we have so oh, so much to talk about. Okay, so you guys, um, let's because you kind of alluded to some of the problems. You you mentioned there's a hundred major food factories that have closed. Um, a, a certain people are buying up farmland left and right, correct? And um, and a lot of people don't realize where their food actually comes from. They don't understand like how to grow their own food. So. You know, God forbid something happens, which I know there's a lot of people out there that are kind of in the know are realizing it's already in works. It's not you're not going to stop it now. Um, and you're going to need to grow your own food. Now, I remember when the when the truckers were protesting and stuff like that. I mean, that's a quick way to get government and businesses to to bend, because like in four days, if they're not running like you run out of food, you know, and then all these people in these major metropolitan areas are going to lose their shit. And then, you know, who's what's going to happen? It's going to be chaos. It's going to be chaos. And it's going to be, you know, people are going to turn into weirdos and start right. busting in and trying looking for food to feed their family and kind of that stuff. And it's going to get animalistic. So when we look at human beings, we do have an ability to go from animal to human to divine. And it seems like something like that happens. It's going to trigger more of that, um, uh, that, that lower vibrational frequency, unfortunately. So, one of the reasons I moved back to Eastern Oregon was to get out of that mess. So when it does fold, you know, at least we've, <laughs> I got about 250, 270 miles between me and, and the chaos. Right. <laughs> so not a lot of them will be able to make it if the cars aren't moving and you know, they can't, they're not healthy enough. They literally can't do it. So we want to, we don't want to look at it just from the negative standpoint, but we want to empower you. Right. So if you are in a major metropolitan area, you need to be able to like grow your own food, and not stress out if the grocery store is down or if the electricity is down because you can you can survive. Um, and what we're talking about here is this isn't really that hard. You just get get some soil and you put some seeds in it and add water. Well, I mean, he's, he calls it flick a seed. And that's that's the truth. You don't have to do anything. Brian's built it in. And that's like literally why I've taken him everywhere. And he's getting this information out. You don't have to know about mycelium and composting and, you know, mycorrhizae and microbes. He's got it all in there for you. So all yeah, you it's, really it's kind of like a watch. You, you don't need to know about all the parts behind the watch and how it all moves intricately. Just hey, what time is it? Okay, it's 1230. Let's go eat. That's it. You know? Well, the that's other the the other cool thing is we have soil amendments that will bring the mycelium right to an existing garden anywhere in the world. Um, the trouble we have with uh, soil with people outside the state is logistics. It's very expensive to ship a bag of soil where I can ship a 10 pound uh, bag of uh, the mega veggie 
and that will treat a thousand square foot garden for less than a hundred dollars. That includes shipping and everything. Yeah. So, Expensive is relative. It can be done. We can get all the soil oh, out yeah. on a big order and, we and do. stuff like that. But yeah. what we're trying to do is help everybody that we can that's listening, that knows that they want to, you know, get out of the sympathetic and into the parasympathetic state to a healing state to even, you know, feed their body the enzymes it needs to, you know, be what you you're supposed to be, this divine, you know, creature of source. So what are you guys seeing as far as issues in regards to in modern world to our soil today and farming practices? What are some of the big problems you see where the the malpractice that's happening unknowingly by some of the most decent human beings on the planet? Well, the the biggest culprit is uh, 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 miracle Grow. You know, it's something you can buy just about at any nursery. And for 20 bucks, you can kill your garden for the next, you know, uh, up here in Arizona, we have very little humic and fulvic in the soil to begin with. One application of that will set you back 20 years. That's how long it would take for nature to bring back the humate and the uh, fulvic. So I have. So it shouldn't be that. called miracle grow. It should be called sure kill. Right. Well, they should have a disclaimer <laughs> on the box. See, people are using this out of ignorance. You yeah, know, because know. of the slick commercials they have on TV. You know, yeah. the, the lady out there with the hose yep. uh, doing her thing on the on her uh, vegetables with butterflies and rainbows in the background. And that's like a pharmaceutical commercial. Yeah. In actuality, the plant is doing all the uptake through the leaves because the soil is destroyed. Uh, that's why the delivery system is done with the hose. It's because there's nothing there to get it to the plant. Humate, it's like a, it's like a freeway to the root of a plant. And it's gonna move nutrients through the humate, the humic acids uh, to allow a plant to take in food, whether it's chemical or organic. See, mm-hmm. if you go, uh, if you've been put miracle grow in your garden and you just go strictly organic, it's not going to work unless you have humate in there to make it happen. That's why I started my humate research uh, many years ago. And um, uh, so now I put in humate in all of my products because most of my customers uh, are waking up to the fact that chemicals are not the way to go. You know, you want to let the earth feed your plant. Let the mycelium feed the plant, which essentially feeds you. So we can restore uh, wiped out soil with three inches of our, uh, with our plicoseed soil, or just a uh, dusting of the concentrate, which is the yeah. soil amendments. So, so these soil amendments, your- let's, let's say I had to do, because what I'm going to be doing, just in my circumstance, it's a little bit bigger project than most, but it's, I'm going to do like an acre and a half of a sustainable food forest. That'll be one of the first things that I do. So I'll have an acre and a half. That's a that's a lot of soil to truck across. It, it is, and um, and we can, um, uh, you know, when I know people that are going to have uh, bigger than an acre, we can set them up with a brew, and we actually you'll make a brewing station there at your farm, mm-hmm. and feed that to the soil. Uh, and then uh, and then get compost and stuff that's uh, relatively cheap in your yeah. area. Make your own 
you know, with old straw or whatever. Wood chips. I can get my um, hands on straw easy around here. There you go. Like and wheat, then, wheat, uh, wheat straw. The only problem is, is like, the thing about straw is like, it's probably GMO wheat. I don't know if I don't want to put that crap on there. Well, yeah, that's the thing. Um, uh, but there are sources there if you look yeah. around. Uh, yeah, look I'll at your older some. people in the community. Uh, a lot of them didn't buy into the chemical pitches back in the 60s and the 70s. You know, because the stuff did work. Yeah. You know, they went from an 80 bushel an acre to 150. Well, it was hard to resist. But nobody knew. Uh, what it was doing to the soil back then um yeah long term results the farmers didn't no and then to the get that same yield you have to use 10 percent more chemicals every year to get that same yield so 10 years later they doubled their fertilizer bill to get the same amount and now they're so indebted to the bank they can't switch you know yeah. so we gotta wake up and realize that the best money a person could spend on, on their land is all organic amendments because yeah. it's going to get better every year instead of destroying it. Yeah. And I think I remember listening to, who was it? Tom was a physicist. I think her name's it's she's a, her name's Shiva. She's a doctor. She's really into soil and stuff like that. And she said that for one kilo, one kilogram of good, uh, what was it? A uh, one kilogram of chemical fertilizer takes, I think she said, two quarts or two gallons of fossil, like crude oil, basically, to 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 make that. Right. So right. for people that people that are really thinking that they're wanting to make a difference on climate change or whatever the crap you want to call it, because I think the biggest problem we have is pollution, not climate change. In fact, I I believe that fervently, but like it's like why would you put purchase like produce that's grown in in crops that were sprayed with these fertilizers because it's it's kind of like people that say that they want to be plant-based or excuse me people that um eat meat but they don't want to hurt an animal but you're you see what i'm saying not saying that's bad or anything i'm just trying to use the analogy it's like if you're putting chemical fertilizers on your freaking soil then and you're against like big oil but you're putting chemical fertilizer on your soil, you're helping big oil. It's like, let's right. really make this shit, right? Right. So it's just like the lack of education. Once people get educated, I think working yeah. class people are like, oh, well, I ain't doing that no more. Well, number one, it's like you want stop giving them, stop giving, Mar sorry, but stop giving Miracle Grow your freaking money. Yeah. Quit being stupid about it. And, and maybe you weren't dumb because you were, you were just thought Miracle Grow was good. But now you have this information. If you continue to do it, I don't think that's wise unless you, well, they, you don't care about anybody. You know, they have a, an organic line, too, which is uh, my answer to that is why are you feeding the bad dog? You know, if, if they're if they're um, if they got their hands dirty in one one part of the. The growing it's all about money, making money they cause the problem they try to create a solution usually it's right. a big solution that doesn't even bring it so yeah i, I tell people that don't buy anything from those companies the galian dialectic exactly yeah it's 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 pretty pretty insane okay so we were talking about other problems so you guys um what other problems are you seeing farmers doing what are they doing what are people what are farmers doing to their soil that they shouldn't be doing well, they need to stop monocropping so much and then run uh, cover crops in between 
crops and then rotate different crops on that land. See, you can burn out anything, even the best soil, if you're going to grow the same thing over and over and over again in the same spot. Yeah. But with your one acre or, you know, whatever size garden you have or acreage that you're growing, I would suggest you take a picture of it. And then the next year, get your camera out and remember where your tomatoes went. Okay, that's where you're going to plant your beans or your peas or your beets or your lettuce. You want to rotate the crop back and forth over the land. And you will never deplete that soil. You'll never have to buy soil again or fertilizer again. Because yeah, it's supposed to grow. It's supposed to grow and more. Yeah. From the air. Yeah. That's pretty awesome. So that's the biggest mistake I see people doing is they're monocropping everything. What do you uh, think about tilling? There's a different uh, school of thought on that. Personally, I like it when you don't have to till, but um, if your soil is healthy, it will restore itself within a, a matter of three, four weeks. Um, so, because uh, when you till, aren't you killing those mycelium? Correct. Well, uh, you you are uh, in a sense, but not all of it. Uh, you know, part of it's going to always wind up under the surface. That, uh, but then you're you're going to um, stimulate the microbial life that's in there stuff that likes the sun it's now underneath the stuff that's underneath that doesn't like you know it you 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 create like a um um, you stimulate the soil that way through adding oxygen and all the there's lots of benefits by tilling but then again there's lots of um um, drawbacks to it yeah so well, number one, it's like tilling takes effort. It's less effort. You can put your effort somewhere else. Number two, if you're actually killing mycelium, because I always look back to nature for the answers, and I don't really see nature doing any tilling. I see, you know, uh, mice digging holes and aerating. I see worms doing their job in right. there, mixing around. Like you said, now I can see all these worms going through, eating the mycelium and the yeast and stuff, and then pooping the shit out like a hundred to hundred thousand times more powerful. Exactly. Like what, a, what an amazing system. It, it really is. is. It is really. Now, the, the one thing I do, uh, there's times that you do want to till. Let's say you have a big weed problem. Okay. Mm-hmm. The best way I, I have found to get rid of weeds organically is through tilling. Um, <clears throat> and you want to water, um, till, water. You want to encourage the weeds to flourish and then till them back in and you turn them turn them all back into fertilizer. Once once you get that in check, then stop your tilling. You, you don't need to. Yeah. You know. Awesome. Okay, guys, we're going to take another break. When we get back, we'll wrap up. We'll talk about more of the solutions. And I really want to get more deeper into how you can help your own plants make your own personalized medicine um, through cultivating mycelium in your own soil. We'll be right back. The average person today is carrying around 6 to 12 pounds of impacted fecal material and mucoid plaque in the small and large intestine. That's gross, but worse, it's super unhealthy. That is why we created Gut Detox Formula. This ancient 1,000-year-old formula from India gently micro-cleanses the intestines, removing all of that funk and gunk and junk, 
that is destroying your health while leaving your good bacteria behind, which is part of your immune system. And there is no diarrhea like most gut detox products and it's made with the same chemical-free body promise, no stimulants, 100% nature, and always made in the USA. Get yours today at chemicalfreebody.com. What's up, Health Heroes? Tim James here. I am back again with my friends Doug Fletcher and Brian Jones um, from exitandbuildaz.com and sweetcornorganicnursery.com. I'll, again, put those in the show descriptions, and we'll, we'll bring them up at the end again so you guys don't miss it. All right, so we've talked about these these two gentlemen's paths, um, how uh, their backgrounds, how they came together. Um, they've been touring around the uh, the United States, trying to, you know, wake people up and farmers to what's possible with the soil, getting back to nature, growing these things that you can't see that are under your feet and um, that are are like this huge network of connectivity, connecting all the plants. And us, and just because our roots aren't in there with the plants, like the trees and the other other plants and stuff like that, the bushes, we're still very connected. In fact, we're so connected that when we have our DNA fall off of us, whether it's our skin coming off, our hair falling off of us, landing on the plant, landing in the soil, um, our urine, our feces goes into the soil just as a natural process. These mycelium and the bacteria, and they're actually taking that DNA. And they're going in and coding, and they're having these plants make certain Ew. medicines for us inside the plant. And um, I already know, I, I, can, I feel this in my heart and my soul instinctively. This is, totally makes sense. I understand it now. And I understand also from like phytochemical research, which is plant chemicals or AKA plant nutrients, that they have been studying like wheatgrass as an example. And uh, the university, uh, excuse me, this uh, Oregon State University is one of the top phytochemical researchers on the planet at that university. And, and back in like 2011, 2012, I think they had counted like 70,000 phytochemicals or phytonutrients in plants that have the ability to reverse and prevent disease. And then like a couple of years later, they were at 74,000 and still counting. I've had many doctors tell me there could be hundreds of thousands, if not millions, millions of these different plant chemicals or plant nutrients in these plants. And now what I'm getting is that the plants not only have those abilities of just having an inherent amount in there but depending on the animals that walk by them and drop their dna next to them they could actually create different chemicals that support that plant or excuse me that animal like us or mammal that walks by talk about a symbiotic relationship it's like it's profound this is the highest level of of um, awareness that we could possibly have as humans is to really understand that everything is connected. Yeah. It's everything is freaking connected. And I've talked about this before, guys, where if you're living on the planet, your body's mostly made of water and water's found in nature and your body's made of, your bones are made of minerals and there's minerals in the, in the soil. You're from nature and there's bacteria and you're getting those bacteria in the soil. Then you're part of this, you're part of this earth. And the earth is part of the solar system, which is part of the galaxy, which is part of the universe and the multiverse. So literally the power of the universe is literally inside of us. Yeah, literally unbelievable stuff. And we're walking around complaining about having to pay bills and all this stuff. And I get it. And I've been there. But the reality is, is like when we wake up every morning, this is a freaking gift. We have a gift and we can create and do all this stuff. And it's, it's like it's it can be a lot of fun. So if you're out there and you've been struggling, you know, um, with anxiety, depression, with your health, with weight, relationships, and that kind of stuff, your spiritual path, 
it's just go inward. It's always an inward journey. And if you don't know where to start, start with your health, get, get back in the soil, get dirty, get some bacteria up in you, boost your immune system. Okay. So what do you guys got to say about this? Um, What have you learned? This stuff is very interesting to me about human DNA landing on the plant, landing in the soil, the mycelium, taking it, bringing it in through the root system of the plant. Let's cover those two things. How does the plants make the medicine? Um, that's number, let's just start with that first. Well, I'm not a doctor and I'm not a scientist. I'm just a humble farmer and God taught me how to make this stuff. But I do know it works because I've seen people go from dying to well in two weeks with this soil by simply just putting their uh, DNA in the soil. Um, and, uh, and of course, it takes it 30 days to grow them. And then two weeks after they juice this raw food, uh, it reverses their medical conditions to the so point what you're where saying, doctors what you're sa- can't even believe it. What you're saying is, is like they take the soil, they put some of their DNA in it, whether yep. urine or whatever, and then they, and then it takes some time to to eat that stuff and transform it, do what it thing. And you're planting like what are you? Is it cucumbers? And you're juicing cucumbers, celery, um, what is uh, it? Swiss chard, anything? Beets, spinach, uh, carrots. It doesn't really seem to matter uh, what uh, uh, food it is, but Doug knows more I, about this than I do. Say, as far is, as- so what I want, what I've been wanting to do with Brian. I mean, I did. I I learned. You know, I've got a teacher that went to Hippocrates and I ran through ultimately in the beginning, a 21 day juice fast where I literally let the digestive system take a break to let the immune system kick on with microgreens, you know, and I won't get into the specifics, but I just flooded the flooded the bottom, the body with microgreens. So shot of wheatgrass in the morning, four dark green microgreen drinks in the day, uh, a cilantro for a heavy metals detox mixed with a cumin, turmeric and cayenne kind of a blend. And, you know, every three days we do colon hydrotherapy to remove the mucus placoid out of the small intestine to even uptake these specific enzymes. So you have the most, you know, nutrient dense soil with the most nutrient dense form of nutrition in the microgreen. And you're just bombarding the body with dark green drinks. So out with the black, you know, with the colon hydrotherapy, the majority of, you know, toxemia is found in the small intestine. You flush that out of there. You get the mucus placoid out so it even uptakes these enzymes and you go from acidic to alkaline. What Brian's talking about is the maintenance afterwards with the chard and with the rest of it when you get back to eating. But you can have up to a stage five, you know, cancer or diabetes or any toxemia and you can reverse all of these things. And if you're looking to do the best, you get the best water, you get the best soil, you get the best seeds, you create the most nutrient dense food and, you know, your whole entire life changes. You know, we're trying to, like, similar to Pat, create the ultimate human being. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Pretty cool stuff. So the the, I guess what it is is like, to is the the plants in my guesstimation when they when the plant gets your DNA, it's just gonna code medicine for you. I'm just wondering if it's actually reading it and going, oh, they're a little deficient. She's a little deficient on this, and he's a little yeah. deficient on that. And exactly. We'll just make that for him. That's what it does. Yeah put it in there and then you just nibble on the plant juice the plant eat it whatever and um you're you're literally you know plants you know food is medicine let thy medicine be thy food like hippocrates said but it's like you're it's almost like you're you're it's a custom pharmacy yes right (laughs) yes 
It's really right. cool. And <laughs> what separates us from everybody else? I mean, Brian, nobody has a 17 year old yeast pilot at that, you know? <laughs> yeah. So that, that your, your yeast pile that you've been growing for 17 years, this is a, this is like a, it might be the biggest pile. Well, it's, it, it's mycelium, right? That's what you're growing. That, exactly. Yeah. It's the mycelium. Based on carbon though. It's a little bit different but we can add this to existing compost piles and bring those colonies of mycelium into your existing pile or existing garden. Yeah. So I was instructed specifically from God how to make this. I believe it's the same download that the uh, Aztec uh, people got 2000 years ago, you know, with the uh, Terra Preta soil in uh, South America. I believe those shamans got the same dreams that I got. Because yeah. they were feeding millions of people down there on the worst soil on the planet. Everybody thinks jungle soil is good. It's so bad, the roots of trees grow out of the soil so it can get nutrients from the rain and from dust flowing through from Africa. Yeah, you know? <laughs> It's all been proven down there. And yeah. that whole thing is man-made. That whole forest down there is man-made. And you'll see it. Uh, this all come out in the next few years that all of those old trees were planted by man specifically to, to grow food for those people down there. And then, um, you know, white man came up with their smallpox and wiped everybody out, you know. Yeah. Yeah, that was unfortunate. Or it depends on how you look at it, I guess. Um, yeah. There's always, you know, without dark, you can't have light. So it motivates people on the other side. Yeah. Okay, so I hope that we've made the point here. Like, I wanted to really bring this connection in is like soil, what's in the soil and the microbiome, the bacteria and the beneficial yeast and these mycelium, these fungus that are in there. This is a very com complex system. This is nature's pharmacy. Yeah. And I know people have talked about plants being nature's pharmacy, but we have to really go under, we have to go into the soil and really it look at it because. It doesn't matter how many nutrients are in your soil. If you don't have certain types of these organisms in there to transport the nutrients like a taxi cab and get them into the root system of the plant so they can actually be in the plant that you're right. eating or feeding to the animal that you're going to eat, right? So it's really getting to the root of all of our problems, like literally. You know, if you heal the soil, I remember Ann Wigmore said, healthy soil, health, uh, healthy plants, healthy people, right? So if we, yeah. and where we're at today is we have, we have a sick, sick people, we have sick plants, and we have sick soil. So us being intelligent human beings and adults, seeing our children being ravaged by disease and, and autism and cancer rates, killing half of us and growing and, and soon will be as common as a cold, we might want to just pause for a moment. Maybe, maybe we should, the working class should come together and we should start focusing on healing our soil so we can go up the chain, heal the plants, and heal ourselves. It's kind of easy. It's kind of simple. It's it not, it's not really that hard to do. And there's people like yourself, you guys have already kind of, you figured out the soil and we can, it's like starter kits. Like you guys, anybody listening here today should at least get some of these soil amendments and start getting these mycelium networks growing in your, in your gardens, getting them um, in your lawns, getting them out there as much as you possibly can. I noticed you guys even have a lawn treatment for people growing lawn called mega lawn. So, yeah. um, so that's good. What is, um, what is Megabone? What's that? It's a, a 
a long-term uh, phosphorus uh, fertilizer that would uh, feed your trees and your bushes for oh seven eight years uh, with a good calcium and uh, phosphorus source. Oh, okay, got it, got it, got it. Got it. It's kind of like where people put maybe fish; they bury fish and stuff like that. Exactly. Yeah. There's okay. a he does have a fish emulsion and a seaweed. Brian also has you know over six hundred organic non-gmo heirloom seeds too which is very important as well yeah, on that side yeah yeah so you, you get your, you, your soil you can get your you, amendments you can get it's it's a one-stop shop you don't have to know all this complicated lingo i mean trust me i don't know it all um but you it's just learn more as you go work. that's how it works yeah yeah and brian's but, done the work and it's called flick a seed for a reason yeah so here's the bottom yeah. line is like, don't buy miracle Grow and anything like that crap anymore. Or GMO or any genetically modified seed is a no-no. Yeah. Yeah. We, yeah. we, we talk mean, about that on there. It disrupts. It, it really messes up the metabolism of the plant and creates formaldehyde. So if you want to eat, you want to embalm yourself, eat genetically modified crops. Yeah. Um, so at um, Sweet Corn Organic Nursery, yeah, I see you guys have tons of heirloom seeds, which is huge. You have the soil amendments that you guys can ship out. People can get their gardens rocking because it is gardening season. People are full swing right now, getting rocking and rolling. Um, add it to you. You know, I noticed years ago I used ionic ocean minerals on my um, – uh, We did my, my brother and I did a three-acre crop of speckled peas, and he was a commercial um, chemical farmer. And he's like, I don't know about this. and. We planted it. We literally sprayed them with mixed the, uh, the these nutrients with water. These um, these ionic ocean minerals, and guess what happened? That was it. That's all he had to do. And then he harvested them. We had about a ninety-seven percent germination rate on those seeds. He couldn't believe wow. it. I mean, we had a few weevils in the bag, but he's like, he goes, "Shit!" He goes, "All I did was plant them, spray them once, and that was it. And I just yeah. left to do its own thing." And and they did really really well. And then we sprayed some of this on his garden, and his garden like doubled in size, right? <laughs> So what does that tell you? What that tells us is that our plants are living in a deficient environment. Why is it that I can go to Woodburn, Oregon and dump or Kaiser, Oregon and dump just a little bit of ocean minerals on a little plot of land where my brother's growing his garden. All of a sudden he can't believe his bumper crop. Why is it that Doug and, and Brian are going around and they're putting these soil amendments and getting mycelium into people's crops and they're tripling their yields. It's because we're off basis with nature. You guys are just helping us come back on path, right? We're just That's coming it. back online. That's it's it. not, there's no magic here. No. You know, the magic's already built in. We just got to plug back into it. I mean, it really is magic. God did it. Yeah, God, already, <laughs> this is all God's gift to us. We're, we're, we just need to wake up. We already have everything. He's already provided it. Pretty cool stuff. Well, do you guys have any uh, final words of, uh, um, I would say encouragement to the listeners if um, about maybe maybe they're like, wow, I really want to grow my own soil, but it, it seems like complicated. Well, the one th there's a description. So Sweet Corn Organic Nursery will have all the seeds uh, and the amendments. The exit and build AZ.com will have a description of the soil yep. and a way to get a hold of me and a promo code. Um, you know, uh, it, they'll understand that everything that they need is already done in Brian's 17 years plus on this. So they don't need to do much besides water. Uh, you know, the seeds obviously matter and we have those taken care of too. That's on Sweet Corn Organic Nursery and the description and the way to contact me for the actual flick of seed soil, which 
you know, it's pretty obvious. All you have to do is flick a seed and water is on the uh, exitandbuildaz.com website. They can find me. They can find a description of the soil. and We can get it out to them. Now, you, you can call me, too, and we'll get it. We'll figure out a way to get it to you. Okay, um, let me just I'll give I, I've done this a couple of times. This just goes to show you that um, Brian's old school. We've had some old school people, so I appreciate that. So you guys can actually um, call or text him. Uh, oh, yeah. His number is 928-205-3438. That's 928-205-3438. Or you can email Brian at Jones, J-O-N-E-S, T, like Tim. Um, and then his last name, or his first name, Brian, B-R-Y-A-N. So that's Jones T. Brian at yahoo.com. Jones T. Brian at yahoo.com. Send him an email. And he can talk to you about flicka seed, having some of this amazing soil with this amazing mycelium um, that he's he's uh, you know spiked with it from that 17-year-old mycelium pile that he's got going on. Unbelievable stuff. And you guys can also check them out at sweetcornorganicsnursery.com. Get your seeds there. And you can also talk to Doug Fletcher um, over at exitandbuildaz.com about anything health-wise, soil-wise. These guys work together. You get a hold of one of them, and you're basically get a holding of both of them, right? So. Awesome, guys. Well, I really appreciate you coming on the show today. Um, and I also want to thank the listeners around the world again for tuning in. Um, I really appreciate you guys. Um, I really am excited about this episode. Um, I've been talking more and more about it. And now I realize that that's where we're going. We're not just going to help just you guys, like me helping myself and my body and you helping, trying to help you guys self-heal and do all that stuff. But we're going to get out into agriculture. We're going to get back into nature. And we're going to start also healing the soil. Um, yeah. it resonates with me. It makes a lot of sense. I really appreciate all the hard work you've done. You know, a lot of people come to me because for 12 years I've been geeking out and doing everything I can to heal myself. And they just, I can download that stuff to them very quickly. So they don't have to go through all the crap I did and, and just zip, they can get up to speed very quickly. And I'm feeling very privileged right now to meet you, you guys, especially you, Brian, with all the work you've done in the soil. I'm coming out there, man, and I'm going right to learn I'm going to learn from you and I'm going to download that and I'm going to be up and running here in just a few months and everything, you know, and then that's what's so cool about the knowledge you possess is you can take other people like me and you're like a candle, man. You're out there just lighting other candles and it's not diminishing your candle one bit. And that's how we um, uh, raise everybody's light. We're raising our frequency and we all come together and we can literally sing Kumbaya. All right. <laughs> <laughs> we'll literally do it. Love I'd like it. to come up there and meet some of those local Native Americans too. do some maybe some rain dancing or something. I got, I hear they have like a two day rain dance where you dance two days nonstop without sleep. And, and, um, not a lot of them can do it anymore, but what, we get them on this plants on this soil. So cool. And guys, don't forget what I, what we talked about today. You can actually take these soils. This is so important and take your own DNA and create, yeah. create your own medicine at home with your sprouts, with your plants, with your garden towers, with your gardens at springtime, get into it tear it up this is this is really cool stuff this is like this is a i'm very excited about this this is like the hydrogen machine this is like originally detox and doing what um uh, what doug was talking about getting your getting your colon cleaned out these are massive things you can do for yourself imagine making your own specialized medicine at home because now you have the soil and you're plugged back into that uh that that godlike soil that was here in the beginning thanks again until next time change yourself change your world we'll see you guys again soon bye for now Thanks for listening again to the Health Hero Show. I'm your host, Tim James. And remember, change yourself, change your world. And we'll see you again on the next episode. Talk to you soon.
have just listened to the Health Hero Show with Tim James. Ha, ha, ha.